You're listening to DraftKings Network. This is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yeah! <laughs> What's good, everybody? Hello, look at this. A nice little surprise drop into your Friday uh, Cooligans episode. That's right. We mess up your Wednesdays, and now we're messing up your Friday and your weekend. <laughs> That's right. You're gonna be, you're gonna, you're gonna find yourself, you know, uh, in the fetal position in the corner of a room in your apartment, and that's, yo, that's the cooligans, baby. That's the effect we got on you. <laughs> That's that Cooligans effect. You're on the floor. <laughs> you're sucking your thumb. That's right. Crippling depression. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Only we can give that to you. <laughs> that's why you come. That's why you come here. That's why you listen to this show. Okay. All right. It that's just, it. It makes what you already got worse. Okay. <laughs> ah. Welcome. <laughs> we build ourselves up while we bring you down. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I am, dude. I am. I'm so happy, man. We we had what I th- I've listened to it twice. Our last episode. It to me, it's quite possibly my favorite episode we've ever recorded. Wow, you listened to this? This is that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, first time. And you know what? I kind of get it. I get why people are listening. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I. You know, it, it, it's weird given like uh, the the stuff that. It's difficult for me to be involved in like creatively in something I make and then also be like, yo, this is good. I'm just like, I make it and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm the worst at everything. Uh, so, but, but I'll be honest, this, uh, this week, this, the episode that we, uh, did during the week was, I, I genuinely just had fun. I just had so much fun recording it. And I think that's the thing that is one memorable for me. And then also the thing that is, uh, that, that people connect to. They're like, oh, these guys are having fun. So this, this must be dope. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of, we got a lot of like responses from that episode of just people saying, uh, you know, just sort of shouting back some of the things we said, uh, when we went, we went to NYCFC's office, uh, you know, for a little meeting about how much money they're going to give us. Right. We're opening our own oil field, my guy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, right. with, with CFG directly. They're, they're like, exactly. Yo, give me the bank, the bank transfer numbers because we're trying to get you a lot of guap. <laughs> right. And I was like, yo, could you move your helicopter over on the helipad? <laughs> and CFG's like, oh, why are you landing your own helicopter? I'm like, no. I'm going to steal yours. <laughs> How else are we getting this, this oil money? Uh, yeah, but, we, we got no. But we had a meeting with them. <laughs> we did. We and did. Uh, we, we walked in and we walked past uh, some of the some of the folks working in the office. And, yo, it felt like it felt like superstars walked in. Well, it was funny because there was the one dude. Uh, Propero. Uh, pro, uh, Propero uh, or Prospero. Shouts to Prospero. Prospero. Shouts to him uh, because he, uh, I think when we walked in, he was listening yo, to the podcast. shouts to us for walking in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's oddly become this, <laughs> could become the new, the new slogan for this show. Shouts to us. <laughs> shouts to us. <laughs> But um, yeah, we walked into the office, and I think he was listening to the show when we walked in. So it was like kind of trippy for uh, well, uh, for some people. I walked in first, and his eyes like lit up, like yo, the voice in my head is in front of me right now. <laughs> so that, yeah, <laughs> and he was like, he was like, yo, is it you? And I was like, who's me? You know, because I don't know if he's like. I'm so I'm about to serve you with papers. You know what I mean? You never know. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, uh, I'm like, who you think I am? Let's start there. And he was like, yo, you cooligans. He's like, I'm listening right now. And I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I just came to, you know, uh, meet with some people. And he was like, oh, man, thank you so much for coming here. I was like, I listen all the time. And he was like, and he kind of paused and like to big smile. And he goes, yo, shouts to us. And I was like, yo, shouts to us. <laughs> It was so wild. And then when you walked in like five minutes later, we were in an all glass office. You could see how excited he was that you were there. It was like, I felt like we were in an aquarium. (laughs) 
uh yeah that was uh it's 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 nice to you know because like you know we record this show in a in a empty studio no we don't know what people are what's resonating with anybody so then when we go out amongst the the people and people are are fans of the show uh it's yeah it's a nice feeling so that's uh i'm glad i mean not only did that happen uh not only did you know i guess arguably one of the best episodes we've ever recorded but then the next morning alexis we get verified bruh Bro, I think they were listening <laughs> to the show. They were listening to the show. They were laughing so much. They're like, "Yo, they're, t- they're telling us right there. They're saying shouts to us about how yeah. great they are." I think we should, we should, we should be verifying these fools because this is it's 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 been it's been long overdue. The Twitter verification team was like, "Yo, shouts to them, <laughs> shouts to them." But yeah, the, you know what? Thank Cooligans. Thank you for reminding reminding us. To shout you out because you guys have been doing some great work. Uh, <laughs> so, bro, we got. And by the way, people have messaged us. Some of our friends in soccer media have messaged us. Yeah, how'd you get verified? I've been trying. Do we don't know? We have no. Dude, you know how many times we got rejected uh, for literally like two years when we we've been we were interviewing players. We're like, all right, you know, maybe we're this is like we're a real thing in in the soccer landscape. Maybe we should be respected a little bit, you know. Uh, you know, I, I mean, crazy of us to even talk that way because that is. I mean, just really outlandish, but we were trying. I was trying. I was hitting Twitter up, and we were trying everything we could, and they were just like, no. Who are you? You know, new Twitter. Who this? Literally. Nah, son. (laughs) We don't know you like that. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, it was a a shock to us. It was a surprise. We didn't uh, do anything in particular. Outside of just getting rejected several several times, and uh, and then woke up one morning and then boom, they were like, "Yo, y'all doing the right thing." I, I don't know if it was it was Ali Krieger, I don't know if it was Jermaine Jones, I don't know if it was Cal Martino. You know, we were talking to him about his quest to get verified on Instagram. I, I don't know what happened, but somebody that you know the the the, the street is talking about the cool against. somebody somebody at the top. Made it, we pushed a button, and here we are. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think dead ass. I think the most important person we've ever interviewed. I think the funniest person we've ever interviewed. I think the one person I would immediately hand a third mic to if they ever wanted to become a member of Cooligans. I think Ali Krieger made a phone call. I think Ali Krieger two footed somebody. <laughs> yep, that's right. She 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 two footed Jack uh, at Twitter and was like, <laughs> yeah, <"Yo>, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she might have to- two footed Zuckerberg, and he's like, I got nothing to do with Twitter. <laughs> but that's just a warning out to Jack to, to yeah. like, make sure call your boy because <laughs> we know you all you all in some group chat together. So you better right? do the right thing. And give these at your dudes- next Bilderberg meeting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your skull and crossbones uh, seminars. I- All right, we know. <laughs> we know what's going on. You better tell them. <laughs> so Cooligans uh, best be verified. So yo, we're verified. We don't know none of y'all. <laughs> Although I'm still, I'm still your boy because I'm personally not verified. How the hell am I hosting <laughs> a verified podcast with a verified co-host? And I'm not verified. I'm me. <laughs> I think. I think the uh, the bigger question really is: How is Christian Polanco of a, of the Verified Cooligans podcast of the uh, of his own Verified Twitter account doing a podcast with some dude at not Alexis? I don't even know if this is the real Alexis or not because this is. I mean, it's really I'm doing my I'm doing you a charity by even allowing you into this podcast. Bro, this should be tax deductible for you. This is clearly <laughs> charitable work. You out here doing podcasts with unverified motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, the kindness of uh, of my heart uh, to really give back to the community is really. I mean, it really should be acknowledged. I should I should get some sort of plaque of some kind. But for uh, real. <laughs> but yeah, uh, look. So that's that's the next quest, right? To get uh, to get you verified. I I don't know what. Your issue is you've been on TV. You've uh, you've you've eaten so much food. I mean, I feel like there should be an award <laughs> of some kind, some reward for that. Uh, in One itself. of those two is <laughs> is significant. You you've eaten a lot of food on TV. What do we gotta do? I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely you. Is is there an issue with people named uh with their with not in their in their handle? I don't think it matters, right? 
I, you know what? That's the a lot of people did mention that enough. Where I'm like, wait, I don't think they're kidding anymore. I think this might be the real reason. And that's what's why su- your boy's not verified. What sucks is that uh, with all these verification things, that they, they never tell you why they reject you. So when we were getting rejected over and over, and and look, kids, any kids are listening who have dreams, and and you know, you know how Lady Gaga after she won her Oscar, she was like, you know, if you work hard and whatever, and it's and then the same old stereotypical thing, whatever. But if I, I would I would amend that a little bit that if if you get rejected over and over and over and over that that doesn't that isn't the end of your journey because look what happened to us we were getting Bruh, rejected anyone can make it anyone can make it all right I mean look we're we're two idiots doing comedy trying to figure God out damn dummies <laughs> trying to figure out our way in the world and we were like hey we like soccer let's talk about it a little bit and now and and really I think it's almost like. Twitter done gone and, and, and met, messed up a little bit because now they, they gave us the, the credibility and validation to be like, hey, yeah, you guys are, uh, uh, a, a, you know, a significant uh, a voice in this space. And then and now we're going to be like, oh, we're a significant voice in this space. Now we're going to be saying anything. Uh, so Yo, now <laughs> wait till you see how little we use this significant <laughs> voice status. All right. It's going to be wildly irresponsible. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to use this solely to build our bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. So uh, I, on a serious note for for people. Uh, I know having a little blue check mark is not uh, the the be all end all of of you know of, of anyone's journey, but uh, we genuinely it is for us. It is for <laughs> us. <laughs> we're done. Cool Against Podcast is over. We've we made it. <laughs> <laughs> we beat the final boss. We're good. So yeah. <laughs> so, but we have worked uh, really hard to to not just not just in writing a bunch of dumb jokes and all this other stuff but we we've tried really hard to uh not only make this podcast entertaining but make our social media entertaining and and really focus on it every day and being like hey what can we do what can be fun what could be like a a different um take on 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 this soccer story that nobody's really talking about so we do put a lot of effort into it and getting that uh, that blue check mark is a little bit of just like acknowledgement of the work that we have done uh, and the fact that, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, engage with us on Twitter, you know, tweet at us and retweet and everything that it means the world to us, man. It's just like uh, and you guys are, are uh, you know, for that follow and 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 for that retweet is the reason why we got that damn blue check mark to begin with. So uh, it does yeah, because of our fans, man. Yes, thank you so so much. So, uh, so, so this- from the bottom of our heart, yo, shouts to us shouts to for us. giving you something to tweet at, <laughs> yo. Yo, <laughs> you couldn't have done it without us. So, thank yo, you for real. <laughs> I mean, you're just out here tweeting into the ether without us. <laughs> okay, it's just a voice. It's nothingness, man. Nothing makes sense until we got here. Uh, so, um. The so thank you for listening. So this uh this show we we do you know occasionally we, we'll do a second show uh, uh throughout the month uh for uh for our uh, Gully Squad members. So uh, shout out to them. Now right, this is a it's not shout out to shout out to us for having Gully Squad members. Uh, Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. If you want to join, you can help support the show, and you can help um you 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 know you can you're helping make these uh, second episodes uh throughout the week a thing and uh and and for us to be able to do other content and give you guys exclusive content uh you know on our super secret facebook page that may or may not exist uh so we put up that hilarious video from the atlanta stop of the world cup comedy tour and that's only that in that secret uh facebook group that may or may not exist exactly and only for gully squad members and let me tell you something it is hilarious that's right that's a, that's the one we did with max brados uh he's in there so this there's, there's that and there's more uh things like that to come uh for our gully squad members so uh, for that exclusive content go uh and join the gully squad so uh so today uh oh i mean we we didn't uh we didn't because we were obviously talking about how excited we were uh about getting verified this should, this whole show should be about us getting verified but we, we just uh if you haven't listened to the show before my name is christian polanco my name is alexis guerreros uh and we are your favorite stand-up comedians out in new york city that host your the host the funniest soccer podcast that you have ever listened to but it is not only that alexis what else is it 
So you already noticed it's the gulliest soccer podcast in the goddamn world. Exactly. And now, and now that we have uh, been verified on Twitter, it is, it, it's the gulliest verification on Twitter. All right. It is, it is a verification. It is a confirmation of how gully this damn soccer podcast is. Uh, so things are going to be a little different now going forward. All right. So get ready, everybody. So, bro, uh, you thought we were gully before. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, we got that blue check. Uh, and, uh, what's that? Confidence. That blue check confidence. That's right. We got that state sanctioned uh, g- gully confidence uh so things are yeah. be things are changing all right we're made men we're made men now <laughs> so today we will be covering all the, the, the that first round of the CONCACAF Champions League, and there were a, a couple games this uh, this week um, and that we have to discuss. And we're we're gonna give you guys a fun little uh, you know some of the games that we're excited about uh, and, and the you know a little cool against MLS season preview. You know because uh, uh, there's a I, I've this I mean I've never been more excited about a Major League Soccer season in my life, man. This is uh, <laughs> I'm I'm seriously seriously stoked. So. Uh, so so let's talk about uh, you. Uh, you know what? We actually we forgot to talk about uh, Toronto uh, in the episode. I believe last week when they played that the 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 first leg of the game against Independiente, and which they lost four uh, nil, and they and they ended up losing the uh, you know obviously they lost the whole <laughs> across both legs. So let's um, let's start real quick with trying to figure out and and how do we feel about Toronto FC? They lost to uh, Independiente, which is a team from Panama. But watching the oh, after watching the game and uh, and the second leg, the just seeing the reaction on on Twitter and across social media about uh, seeing the reaction of, of, of like just dude, it was two years ago they won MLS Cup. You know, last year they were in, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, they were in, um, in the Concacaf Champions League, and they're in the final. Uh, they had, uh, they were, they were arguably the, you know, up until Red Bulls, uh, did it last year, the best team in MLS, when uh, had the, uh, the, you know, best uh, points record and everything. So, what in the world? How should we view Toronto? Because now they are they are looking like the the expansion team Toronto, the 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 just a terrible terrible Toronto FC that that couldn't really adjust to Major League Soccer. Well, you know they they were good in CCL and trash in the league. Now you hope it's the reverse, right? <laughs> I mean, you hope that. I like I don't know like obviously losing Javinko is huge and you can see it and I mean Terrence Boyd is a good pickup but I'm not exactly sure that 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 no one's replacing Javinko so like all right they're getting Josie back Josie resigned with them that's yeah. his last big contract you know Michael Bradley I mean as good as he is and certainly he's a leader on the team is that is he going to be able at an older age now sort of make up that 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 sort of necessity of theirs that they need. I know they got Osorio. They gave him a big contract. I just don't know that we're going to ever get back to Toronto that, you know, was finishing with 69 points. I, we see you play it. Okay. And and was winning, you know, potentially trebles and stuff like that. Like, you know, you don't, you're not going to see things like that from them anymore. I don't think so. But Greg Vanny is such a great coach that you almost also want to be like, well, like, don't fire this guy. You it, know what I mean? It, it, it's odd given how great they were. And, and it did feel like we there was like an upcoming dynasty on our hands, right? Uh, right. And, uh, I mean, yeah, a couple injuries, Jovinko and stuff like that. But the fact, I, I don't know, I still I still feel like, just keep Jovinko. I mean, how... Uh, Whatever he wanted, it was probably worth it. I mean, is it is it is this better? Is this a better scenario? Like you know, I will I will say this though. I think why I why I think you're wrong is you got to go through this little bit of growing pain so that they go out and get somebody big next year. You know what I mean? Or maybe this summer. Yeah, you gotta they gotta struggle a little bit, and the fans have to be like a little bit nutty so that 
everyone could be like, yo, you got to go get a real player. Like, we can't we can't do this. Like, look at what we did when you had Jamaica. Like, even if you think back to that CCL run, he was by far their most dangerous player. But you couldn't focus too much on him because that's when guys like Josie and Bradley and Osorio would pick up and they would be able to sort of bat you in the face. Like, remember, like, the old way of, like, all right, well, we'll double cover, cover Jordan and hope the other guys can't beat us, right? Yeah, yeah. If you don't have Jordan, then you just cover everyone and you're fine. You know what I mean? Like when when yeah. you have when you when you get rid of Javinko and you don't have to worry about him and 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 set pieces aren't as dangerous anymore. When you don't have that, you know, you've sort of brought down the 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 you know the sort of the peak of your team. There's less of one person to focus now, and now you can kind of focus your attention elsewhere elsewhere. And I don't know that they have anyone that can replace that. And Ali Curtis is coming in who you know, as far as I'm concerned, completely changed and saved uh, New York Red Bulls. Like, New York Red Bulls were struggling before, you know, they had the big money, they had the Thierry Henry's and your Rafa Marquez's and your Tim Cahill's before Ali Curtis came in, but he was part of that sort of shift to that sort of system, right? And, yo, we don't need big, 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 huge names, we need a system, and then you fit it in with great players, like your BWPs and your, you know, Sasha Kleshin for a little bit, and your Dax McCarty's for a little bit, guys like that. I just Ali Curtis is now the head of Toronto. How long is he going to let this thing keep going the way it's going? <laughs> well, I, that's my uh, the thing that stands out to me is just like how how steep is this drop off? Like you understand, like a, a player has to go, or you know, you can't, you know, maybe th- there is a little bit of a transition, but losing four nil to a, to a, you know a, a team in Panama is. I mean, look, like, I don't want to, I don't want to speak like, yo, these teams are trash or whatever, but like, yo, Toronto, I think, I think it was like the, 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 the budget for the, 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 you know, um, the, the budget for the team or, you know, uh, for, for the, the salaries for the players and the panel, I think it was like, I think it totaled like 8 million or something like that. And, and, uh, you know, and uh, Toronto was like, I don't know, 40 or something like that or 50 or something. So it's, it's like at some point. Major League Soccer, the Major League Soccer teams, even, uh, you know, it, this is not one of the worst MLS soccer teams. The, these are the, the Canadian champions, uh, one MLS Cup, uh, uh, you know, uh, months prior. Uh, Toronto, even without Jovinko, arguably should always be better than uh, the, a, a small team in Panama, right? Like, that's not crazy to suggest. Um, well, how did they go from beating the best team in Mexico, exactly. the, arguably the strongest league in North America, to not being able to beat, you know, uh, Independiente? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. it's it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense, you know, and you can tell that the team is sort of, you know, not in dire straits, but like they haven't figured it out. You know, they can't exactly I figure think, out what's happening. I think it's, I, it's all about how they play the league. After I this. Think, they got th- they got to do good. Well, I think it's ever since, uh, you know, uh, Gregory Vanderweel, uh, you know, fought Greg Vanny. I think, uh, I think the other players have a little tough time maybe respecting the coach. I don't know. Maybe he didn't fight as well as uh, fight back as well as, you know, we, we sort of expected or something like that. I don't know. But it seems like well, something. You got you to gotta go call him, fly him to Toronto and fight him again. <laughs> okay. You have to fix this, Greg. <laughs> Come on, Greg. You want your team to win, bro? You got to knock this dude out. <laughs> Okay, and we need to put it on World Star immediately. So, uh, so look, uh, Bro, well, let us promote that fight. <laughs> <laughs> we just have Don King wigs on, you know. <laughs> yeah, we get Max Kellerman. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Buffers doing calling the game, uh, uh, calling the fight. <laughs> so, uh, look, hopefully Toronto figures it, it, it out. The season starts soon. Maybe you know now they they won't have the Champions League to distract them from uh, all the L's they're gonna take in the, in the regular season. Hopefully, uh, hopefully not. Right. Um, so, uh, but a bummer, just a bummer to see for, for, uh, it's interesting because we're, we're used to MLS teams getting embarrassed usually by Mexican teams. Uh, but it, it, what's been happening now is like the, the, the MLS teams are just embarrassing Mexican teams. It's just, it's insane. We'll get to it in a second with Sporting Kansas City, but, uh, uh, Houston Dynamo, uh, played in the, the second leg in Guastatoya. They won this game. Two one, uh, they uh, Tommy McNamara gets the start. So look at this man, he does a pizza video with us, 
and then what a year later he is he is playing a Champions League game. I mean, come on, how if you how much more evidence do you need that the Cooligans are literally are, are we're, we're the ones moving these chess pieces around? Bruh, <laughs> this is why this is you want to know how we got verified. <laughs> this is it right here, bro. Okay, because we literally you get the Cooligans bump and that's it. Your career is set for life, bro. Oh no. wait, did Tommy McNamara start in a continental competition? Yo, shouts to us. Shouts to us for making that happen, man. <laughs> Thank you to us for making for yeah. doing that for him. Huh? Also, a Christian. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, Alexis, great work out there making making uh, Tommy Mac make sure he gets a, playing a continental competition in CONCACAF. It's very impressive of you and all the work that you've done. Well, you know what? You're welcome. And also, <laughs> thank you for all of the work you've done. <laughs> So uh, he was great. He like it was nice to uh, see him in the lineup playing uh, and see uh, he playing playing the position that he um, didn't play for NYCFC since like year one, uh, where he was just uh, he's just top of the box Tommy. Right? They have uh, right. They have have I think they play a four two three one or something like that, and Tommy's right in the middle uh, of the of that of those midfielders uh, right right behind. The uh the the striker Manotas and uh and just they just played uh, they played well and it was just an entertaining game uh, overall I feel like Houston in general uh this year are going to be uh, I I just hope they have a better regular season but they they uh, you know in, in the uh, we were talking about them uh last week I believe uh just like the, this tournament structure is like structure is just sort of built for this this team uh they they just uh the regular season they're, they're not as impressed but when it comes to like winning open cups and winning these tournaments uh they, they're playing pretty well so uh so they um there's the big guasatoria uh from guatemala and so i want to go to the next game um because uh i went to this game this is at, at red bull arena against atletico pantoja of santo domingo dominican republic uh, and this, uh, I, it was very cold, uh, at Red Bull Arena. It's getting, we, we were, we were at the game last year against, uh, against Chivas, uh, the Rebels against Chivas and also very cold. It's very difficult to, uh, continue to support these, uh, these CONCACAF Champions League games when they're in just, they're just, it's just so, so cold, uh, you know, just midweek, uh, in the evening, uh, it's a little brutal. But you know, after after my feet thawed, I was uh, I was I was excited uh, that of, uh, and happy about the event that I just attended. But the the Red Bulls beat uh, Atlético Pantoja three uh, nil, and they total five nil across both legs. But you know what? It didn't matter because that's not why. <laughs> that's not why we were there. That's not why you, you go and support a Dominican team because the really the so this is what happened last year when I was in Dominican Republic. I was just hoping um, that Cibao FC were, would would score a goal. I, I just want a Dominican. You just team. wanted one. I you wanted want... one reason to get out there and do a little bachata celebration. <laughs> that's all. I, that's all I want. Let me do my bachata, bro. What's what's, what's wrong with that? That's so uh, hard to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even asking for a lot. I just want a little little bachata, a little merengue. All right, and I'm out of here. Uh, the I have I still have yet to see a Dominican team score a Champions League goal. Uh, I've, I've tried twice, uh, but no, uh, Chivas and, and Rebels uh, will not allow it. They are just, uh, out there playing good defense, letting the, you know, not allowing these Dominican teams access to their net, uh, which I believe is, I think it's grossly unfair. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm also a little racist. <laughs> yeah, that's really what. Uh, that's that's really why I have this platform. I'm verified now, so I, I'm the I'm the Sean King of soccer. All right, I'm about yeah, to. I'm we, about to, we say what's what. But <laughs> <laughs> to let you know how uh, how egregious and ridiculous it was, uh, it's really an injustice that you wouldn't allow them to score. Uh, so I am going. I'm writing my Congress uh, person. So the uh, so f- first of all. Uh, the best part was how many Dominicans were there to watch uh, to watch the game. They the announced attendance, I believe, was something along the lines of like uh, th- like 
3,000 something. It was like 3,500 or 3,900 at Red Bull Arena. Not a good number, right? On paper. <laughs> not, not a great one. Not a great one. This is a, a, a they, they seat a lot of people. I think it's like 23,000, 24,000. Uh, so when you have only 3,000 of those, of the 20, you can you can feel like, hey, maybe uh, this, this isn't the best. Uh, and there's a reason to be sad. But I completely disagree. I think the when you have when you have a lot of Dominicans in a in a location, you you have to think of it. Each 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 one Dominican is as loud uh, as about four regular human beings. So well, just think about every every Honda Accord that passes by. And it sounds like an entire parade of bachata <laughs> or reggaeton music is coming. That's just one car. Yeah, there was a lot of bass at Rebel Arena for some reason. No one understood where it was coming from. All right, but it was coming from <laughs> our hearts. Okay, Dominican hearts got that got that boom bap. Okay, so hell yeah, bro. <laughs> so, uh, so that was actually the the really cool part. I saw there were a lot of Dominican flags. There were a lot of um, uh, Dominicans holding them. Uh, there were there were. Uh, I, this is a thing, especially uh, being Dominican and growing up in this country and liking soccer where that's like already I'm already, you know, I'm already a niche Dominican. Right. So to be in this group uh, amongst other Dominicans that also love the sport and are, are, you know, getting mad at the players and whatever, getting mad at plays and, and screaming in Dominican Spanish. I'm like, this is, this is home. I'm, I am amongst my people. It was just uh, think about how far (laughs) we've come in three and a half years. We've gone from, yo, is anyone even going to listen to, to comedians who are from countries, you know, historically that don't play soccer, yeah. To just a verified Dominican hanging out with other Dominicans, <laughs> okay, at a, at a soccer competition where where Dominicans are playing against an, uh, a major MLS team. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> so yeah, it's like uh, I'm one of the, I think I'm one of the four Dominicans on the planet that've been verified. So this, I'm I think I'm royalty. Maybe uh, so. uh, shouts to us. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, so it was it was dope. It was actually a super super cool experience. I got to uh, hang out with uh, the homies Dave, uh, Yusuf. Uh, just we had a, a, a Dominican contingent, uh, and it was just. Uh, it was dope. But who else? Uh, there were a bunch of other people that I had uh, met or or had seen around. Uh, Odette, remember Odette, uh, who is she always uh, tweets at us occasionally. She's also Dominican, uh, and she was at the game. Uh, uh, just a, a bunch of people. I, like it was. It, I was. I was telling Dave. I was just like, Yo, man, this is. I don't do this enough. You know. I mean, not only uh, do I not. It's like hanging out with a bunch of soccer loving Dominicans. That's already like. I think we we need to start our own like group chat or Facebook group so that we can stay in touch for the rest of our lives. Because when where are we gonna find these people again? Uh, uh, so it was just. It was dope to just be around. It made me. It, it made me feel like I was in Dominican Republic again. Like I, it, it's, it's a thing. I, I think the the last you know ten years doing comedy, traveling, doing all this other stuff. I feel like I've gotten to go to a lot of places I've never been to, uh, meet a lot of different people. But uh, but like I I haven't connected. I haven't got gotten back to my roots, my Dominican roots. So it was just like oh, this is just great. I had a, it was it was a genuinely beautiful experience. I loved every single second of it. And I cannot wait for a Cuban team <laughs> to make it into SCCL. Because <laughs> I'm bringing the patelitos, baby. <laughs> uh, one day we'll get there. We'll get there, man. Uh, so, um, uh, so that was dope. And so they, they, um, uh, who are the Red Bulls playing? Oh, the Red Bulls playing um, Santos Laguna uh, uh, in the in the next round. So that's gonna that's gonna be incredible. Um, so let's talk about uh, Atlanta United, who played against uh, CS Herediano, right? They played them in the first leg, uh, lost three to one. Uh, Atlanta United looked uh, in, in disarray. They had no idea what was going on. They looked like they never played. They never. They had never trained together. Uh, they people were like uh, f- uh, f- Frank out, you know. And also, I, I actually I just got an update on uh, on Frank Frank, uh, the, the the coach of Atlanta United. So. I did actually didn't say the name uh, totally correctly because uh, we were saying uh, Frank de Boer. Uh, so it, it, so it's it's not um, 
Boer. It's b- b- I think it's Boer. Uh, so Frank it's not, Yeah, it's more like that. So it's, instead of bo- Boer, it's, it's Boer. So, but it's, you still roll the R, but it's more of a, a U sound, uh, like a, a U with like the umla uh, over it. So, so is it the Bure? Not bu- not like that exactly, but the first way you say the Bure. The boor. All right, you know what? Can 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 someone just record it? It okay. okay you know, I I so I'm I'm doing this call over my phone, so I can't. Maybe I can do it on my laptop. So so Igor Mortis, who uh, let me see if I if I can play it. Okay. Oh, I think I can. Okay, great. Let me see if you you should be able to hear this. Okay, give me a second. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna. So this is the. I'm playing what he what he 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 sent me. Uh, what he, what he said. So here it is. Great job on that. Uh, that last podcast. You got trunk. Perfect. Now I need to work on the boer. It's the boer. Frank the boer. Got it. <laughs> Frank the boer. Yeah. So that's All that's right. that's the official way to say it. Anyone who says it otherwise, uh, you you are wrong, and you will be corrected. Uh, Wait, I got the perfect way to say it. FDB. That's it. That's what we're going with. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, so yeah. So they lose terribly in that in that first game. Everybody's like uh, concerned about Atlanta United, but in the second leg, they show up. Uh, this game. Is played at Kennesaw State University, uh, not at the Bend because uh, we all know the monster truck rallies are more important. Uh, hopefully, um, it's always the the big issue with with uh, these tournaments, and this is like obviously this is Atlanta United's third year. The, the the new stadium, you know, there's other events that are clearly happening. I'm hoping that there aren't any other schedule conflicts going forward. Uh, hopefully they sorted that out, uh, but who knows? Um, uh, so we'll see. Hopefully there, there aren't any, like, uh, I don't know if the Ringling brothers are in town, uh, or something like that, but hopefully there's, or nothing- maybe there's like a, like a wedding show or something. <laughs> so hopefully nothing, uh, uh, gets in the way of any future, uh, it'd be dope to see a CCL match, you know, with 70,000 people there or whatever. Like, uh, you know, hopefully that happens. So, um, the uh, but they they win this game for no the uh, a goal goals immediately the game starts with a goal from Joseph Martinez uh, in the first minute from uh, uh, who who created the chance uh, your boy Brexche uh, Brexche sends a, a cross in uh, that is uh, mishandled uh, by uh, an Ediano defender and uh, I mean Brexche came to play man. Brexche, uh, he replaced he replaced uh, George uh, Bello, who had a nightmare of a game, uh, you know, in that first in that first uh, leg. Uh, but Brexche is looking like he might be a little bit of a regular, uh, you know, fixture there at, in the starting lineup. He he did play well, and you know, I, I think the the concern always with Breck is th- he 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 clearly can't be the guy that you rely for goals. Um, or, or, or really, if you put, if you put a lot of responsibility on him, I think he, that's when he can sort of buckles. Right. And we saw that in, in Vancouver. We saw that in Orlando where he's just like, he's never meeting the expectations, but I think in Atlanta United, he, his, his role is a little bit more, uh, uh, diminished, and he—he—they're not asking too much of him. But it just out, outside of just being a a tall ass dude with dreadlocks to defend uh, pretty well from time to time, put a body on somebody, and uh, and connect a couple passes, and then you know, and he 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 can pass the ball well. He can send some crosses in. So uh, he had like one really glaringly bad Breck Shea moment where he was sort of going at a defender, and instead of going left or right. He just kind of runs into the guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like oh. the ball popped out and he's such a big dude that the dude fell back and Breg Shea just kind of like, well, all right, well, I'm still standing. I'm just going to go get this ball. <laughs> it just seemed like a little bit of a calamity. Other than that, he looked pretty great. He did. And I, he's gonna, also, I was he's got a lot of footwork for someone who's so physically imposing. Yeah. And he, I think this, um, I think Atlanta United fans expect like, all right, He's gonna have a couple of good games, but he's a couple times 
year, this this year, he's going to give us a couple, uh, what the hell were we thinking? Why is he here? <laughs> so Yeah, no, he's going to have a couple howlers, you know, okay. where you're just like, no. Exactly. But overall, like, uh, you know, I, I think this is, it's going to, in the end, I think it's going to look like a, a pretty good move uh, and definitely something where, you know, they couldn't afford to keep Greg Garza and they, there, was a, there were players that they had to let go. And I think it might actually work out all right for them in the long run. So uh, a, a quick goal from Joseph Martinez after the, the ball was in the six-yard box. Whenever uh, uh, Joseph Martinez has the ball that close, that's it. You can't, you can't expect, expect uh, any other thing besides a goal. And then uh, Julian Gressel, uh, also former guest of the Coolians podcast, just shining, getting his first Champions League, a uh, second Champions League goal. Um, which with a with a a great great goal uh, with an assist from uh, Zico Barco and the uh, he's another dude Barco who uh, looked a lot better in this game. He Barco looked good, man. I he, think I think I wonder if like sort if FDB uh, is is maybe working with him almost exclusively to try to get him to be that starter that he wasn't last year, you know, to be the player that they, that they bought, uh, but he didn't get a chance to really deliver. And uh, like, there's moments where you could see when he's, when he's much more a part of the game, but doesn't have to do everything on his own, doesn't have to all of a sudden break down every defender on his own because it's not going well. When he gets to be a part of the team, He's really good. Yeah, uh, they they're doing. Uh, you know, I think the 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 advice of, hey Barco, why don't you just pass the ball a little bit uh, compared to the first leg? Uh, I think turns that, out he's good at it. He's pretty good at it. <laughs> he should try it out from time, from time to time. Pass the ball to somebody else instead of just dribbling around forever. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think they uh, – I, I was honestly kind of surprised, especially after seeing that first leg. I didn't think Atlanta would be able to come back because uh, they did look like very much in disarray. Uh, but I, I think the differences of Nagby starting the game, uh, uh, having Breck Shea, you know, when you have – you know, when you, you bring in your secret weapon, Breck Shea, I mean, uh, you pretty much got – you got it on lock. Um, and, yeah. And, Pete uh, looked great. Uh, good. To, it was just good to see that. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, good for them. I, but th- honestly, the the thing I'm more excited about the fact that they did win the, their next game is against Monterrey uh, uh, in in this tournament uh, against Rayados. So this is. The, I mean, that's going to be uh, a dope game because uh, Monterrey has, I believe, Funes Mori, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dallas. Dallas uh, raised. Dallas Race, that's right. Uh, 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 this is uh, he has the twin brother. It's it's not Ramiro because he he played for Everton and he's playing La Liga. It's, what's his first name? Rogelio or something like that? Funes. Uh, Funes Mori. No, I think isn't the guy the guy in Everton is his brother. He is, but what's his name? What's his first name? It's Funes Mori. That's uh, they're both Funes Mori, the twins. But I forgot. Yeah, there's Ramiro and uh, Rogelio. Rogelio. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Okay, so. Uh, and he's uh, one of the best strikers in uh, in Liga MX. Uh, so I, I'm I'm excited about this game generally. They're they're a good team to watch. So. Uh, so real quick, next up, uh, Sporting Kansas City. We got to talk about against Toluca. What a yo! Sporting Kansas City looked amazing. Oh, they win this game, the second leg, two nil, five nil aggregate, uh, and completely body Toluca. This is not we're not used to seeing this in uh, in Champions League or when whenever uh, MLS teams play. Uh, Liga MX team five five no this is this is this is crazy embarrassing uh, for Liga MX team and there is uh, there was somebody I forgot I saw something on Twitter somebody was talking about how like that the pressure is sort of building on Liga MX teams that now they you they they go in with with this absolute expectation to win and the fans are like you have to beat this American team. Uh, because obviously, and or or as you heard, the Gringo team. <laughs> this was weird. So there, during this game, I'm watching it on uh, Univision Deportes, and I hear what the announcers say, uh, uh, "El equipo Gringo," right? And I'm like, so he's saying the the the, the Gringo team, and I'm just like, okay. 
It's weird to say. It's just a little weird to say. I tweeted it and... You're like, was, did my uncle say that or <laughs> was that on TV? So it's like uh, so some people uh, can... I can understand if they... It could be an offensive term. It's definitely... The context is important. It's, it is definitely used as like an offensive term or even sometimes a slur. It's not... I don't think it's genuinely a... Uh, uh, or generally a slur. But just hearing it in a soccer game and hearing a team labeled that is like a little strange. It's not strange. a derogatory term, but it can be. So that's yeah. why I'm <laughs> so, like, yo, they said that on TV, but also like the the American fans when they play Mexico or when they're down there, they they call themselves the gringos. The gringos are coming. Yeah. So like it's not necessarily a a bad thing, right? No. But it it is quite shocking to hear on on a on a broadcast television. Yeah, it's like a, a little I I wouldn't even go as far to say unprofessional, but maybe a little like like in, in poor taste a little bit. Like uh, if I was an announcer, I probably would I would find another word to describe a t- the team, the visiting team. Um but uh, uh, just uh, whatever you know I, I think for me especially as as a as a comic I'm like I'm you know I think I have a, a sent more sensitive ear to like things that seem a little odd to me or whatever or like uh, you know when, when I'm observing them but that that was like the uh, outside of that I mean I, I was I forgot that very quickly after like uh 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 Fernandez uh, scores that scores that uh, great goal but but this uh, in, in general uh just again, we were talking about it in, in you know, from the first leg. Uh, again, Beisler, uh, Sinovic, everybody just absolutely solid. And then uh, to the point where there's a great video out, um, uh, there's a great clip of the Toluca fans uh, olaying every single pass from Sporting Kansas City. So the Toluca fans were so done with their own team that they really they just started supporting sporting kansas city uh it's insane it's it's, like in rocky when they start chanting for rocky instead of drago (laughs) it's it's crazy like again and and incredibly like unprecedented we're not used to seeing this we're not used to um a, a team going into mexico and just straight up dominating just they were more comfortable on the ball Everything seemed to be working out. Toluca was like running around. I mean, they seemed tired by like the first twenty-five minutes. Uh, a great uh, look, great on them. Uh, hopefully, Sporting Kansas City can keep things going like this. Like, I don't. I, it, I my hope is that it, this this is showing how good Sporting Kansas City are over uh, how bad Toluca are. And uh, I I don't know who they play next. I gotta I gotta pull that up. But they if look if they do this in one more game. Uh, and they look this dominant. There's no reason to say Sporting Kansas City is not winning this whole thing. All right, and now who knows if they end up winning the Club World Cup against Real Madrid? I don't know because that's how good they look. Anything can happen. <laughs> so uh, incredibly entertaining. So, uh, so let me let me just pull up the Champions League uh, thing while I uh, b- uh, before we go on uh, to uh, what you call it uh, MLS stuff. So the um also are there any particular games that you are uh in MLS that you are excited about Alexis I mean look you know I'm always excited for the beginning of the season I think it's a lot of fun um I kind of want to see what LA Galaxy bring to the table I want to see what they look like it looks like Giuseppe Rossi is going there on uh on potential he's tr- he's he's on trial with them with Galaxy um, or LAFC cuz I heard he's in LA but I don't know for with with which team I'm pretty sure he's tr- I think he's training with LAFC but now that they got rid of Ola Kamara it just almost makes more sense for him to be going there I heard that it's still between the two of them so I you know I don't know who's going where you know I'm excited to see that I kind of want to see what Colorado looks like they're playing Portland um, Colorado's had so many changes uh, to their lineup and uh, you know I gotta imagine that uh, you know you have the national team manager yes for New Zealand yeah you know still counts. which I didn't know national teams could be relegated but. Uh, <laughs> You know, it, I kind of am excited to see that. I kind of want to see what Chicago looks like against Orlando. And remember, if you send us free gifts, 
not only will we open it on the show, but we will root for your team. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're wishing you all the best uh, to all the people who send us gifts. Okay. We'll, we'll send out some good juju uh, if you send us some uh, good gifts, gifts. Um, so, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> send us some good gift gifts. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, all right, so just to confirm, the, uh, so Sporting Kansas City is playing against Independiente from Panama. Uh, so, uh, we'll see how that goes, right? That will be a, a tougher game. They did embarrass uh, Toronto, so hopefully that doesn't happen to Sporting Kansas City, or it might happen to Independiente. Uh, so, we'll see. Uh, Houston is playing against Tigres. Uh, that's going to be a good one. Uh, you that's c- a tough one. Maybe we're going to have to favor Tigres in that one, but we'll see. Maybe Tommy Mack will bang a couple 35-yard goals. We'll see. Uh, and, and then, then- Tommy Mack gets bought by Tigres. <laughs> <laughs> all, th- all shots to us, right? Helping Tommy Mack get to Tigres, right? Oh, dude. Oh, we get a cut of that. So- solidarity payments. <laughs> in pizza, okay? <laughs> so- Fine by me. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. so Monterrey against Atlanta United and Rebels are playing Santos Laguna. Uh, uh, exciting. Uh, so that, that those games happening uh, next week. Those are all on Tuesday. So um, It's going to be a big test because Santos Laguna is playing really well. Um, so it's going to be a big test for Rebels. I, I'm, I'm excited to see how they handle that um, versus like uh, now that they don't have Tyler Adams, just to see what they look like under some real, real stress. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know, the Dominican team, uh, you know, gave them a gave them a tough time. I, I mean, they 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 allowed them to, uh, they, you know, they, they had to pass the ball to each other a lot, and so that was like tough on them. You know, good training. <laughs> uh, so uh, okay, so let's uh, let's get back to uh, MLS and so this this weekend for me, um, uh, some of the games I am uh, excited about. Uh, oh, you said a Chicago Chicago's playing NYCFC, not or, uh, not Orlando. They, they yeah, play. sorry, I went a week too far. Yeah, so um, LAFC against Sporting Kansas City, uh, genuinely excited about. Uh, especially, I started watching the the LAFC um, documentary on uh, on ESPN. So did Plus. I. Uh, it's cool. Nah, it's not. I it's it's not as um, um, like I, I I was having this problem when I saw I don't know if you saw the Boca Junior Netflix documentary and it 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 feels a little too much like a commercial for the team and at least the LAFC one is not exactly like this but it's definitely it leans more towards you know propaganda than it does like. Uh, uh, an objective look at the team, um, but it's still still pretty entertaining. And the fact that we have uh, like a documentary like this uh, on a big platform for an MLS team is just dope to begin with. So it's uh, definitely worth watching. So uh, excited about that. Um, I, I'm excited about um, Seattle against Cincinnati. Just we get to see uh, what's yeah what Cincinnati's going to look like. I mean, I I think the the concern is that they're just going to get like kind of embarrassed by um uh by Seattle uh and they'll they'll probably have a tough time but we'll see i think it'll be it'll, it'll be uh good for so kind of to see both sides and see sort of where they are uh i'm also excited to see what Caleb Porter's Columbus looks like that's right um yeah we have outside of preseason we haven't really seen much uh i th- i i think it's going to not be too different from uh from Berhalter um for whatever reason i feel like they are similar to some degree and, and even I, I don't know about co- about like coaching style but like in personality they, they don't seem too far apart if you uh if that makes any sense so um uh what was the other game I went into that I uh oh yeah so there was a, a, a note about um Cincinnati uh that I had heard from uh Paul Tenorio I believe I think first reported it. I could be wrong about that I don't know uh but there was a there was a report about uh, FC Cincinnati had they were they were in talks to sign uh, Snyder Wesley Snyder. Remember he played in uh, where did he play in the Premier League? He played in Premier League for a little bit. He he did. I think he played at Manchester United, if I'm not mistaken. But I know he's played for uh, some. Um, I mean, he played for Ajax. He came from the Ajax system, and he yeah, played yeah. for I believe Fenerbahce. I want to say Fenerbahce or Galatasaray. Yeah, yeah, for so a he, while. Yeah, he's. I think that's where he currently is. Um, and you know, I, I remember he's, uh, you know, he obviously plays for the, for, um, Holland and, uh, you know, the national team and stuff like that. But, uh, I always remember, I remember him and he's like one of these dudes I remember from like 
like FIFA. 2006, 2007, like he was just like the old, like one of the best players there. But FC Cincinnati, he's thirty, he's currently thirty four years old. But FC Cincinnati were in talks to sign him, uh, and they they couldn't sign him because they didn't have enough TAM. And the reason that I'm mentioning that to begin with is because we remember uh, Cincinnati um, traded for all of like Philadelphia Union's draft picks. They've been like. They they've been buying draft picks, so they they gave away Tam and Gam so that they can get uh, other assets, you know. And ridiculous. <laughs> so they were in a situation where they could probably get a pretty good player, uh, veteran or whatever, and get at least and maybe even sell sell, sell some t- extra tickets and stuff like that. Uh, and they couldn't because they they got all those draft picks uh, from Philly. So it, it it you know a lot of times and Paul was mentioning this as well. That the the, the the Tam and Gam, there it's not just like an uh, endless amount of money or whatever. Like it, there's a finite amount of it, and you can't um, kind of just go all willy nilly on uh, getting. You, like it should be used. It should be used intelligently and stuff like that. And who knows if Wesley Snyder is going w- would be a great uh, you know player still or any of that uh, kind of stuff, but. It, you it, never know if it's the right choice, but you also don't well, want to be like, oh, we want this player, but can't get them because we got all these draft picks. We <laughs> ran out of garbo bucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, Wesley. <laughs> but it, it, it's almost, it feels like it, it wouldn't be such a huge risk to, to give Wesley Snyder a TAM contract. So the fact that you don't even have th- this imaginary money to give him is like uh, kind of, I, I think, a, a, a failure on FC Cincinnati in, in their first year. A hundred percent. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, the a uh, couple other games. Obviously, Orlando's playing NYCFC. I'm, you know, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what both of these teams uh, look like. There was a, um, the, I know there was a, there was a city hall event um, that NYCFC just had, and uh, I was, I was reading online and what people, the people who were there, uh, what they thought of it. They got to speak to Claudio Arena. Well, they first of all during the during the session itself, they, they, the the fans in the room were not allowed to ask questions, uh, but they did. Uh, take questions like online that that uh, Ian Joy was uh, was reading them and stuff like that. So, uh, so people uh, got to talk to Cloud Arena, Brad Sims, who's the new CEO of NYCFC, and uh, and Alex Ring. And clearly, a lot of the questions were about uh, stadium and all this stuff. But from from all accounts, from what I've heard, that the the new CEO is very uh, like forthright, and he's he's willing to uh, take heat and 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 talk and talk to people about their frustration about why NYCFC doesn't have a stadium. So that's a, at least a, a bit of a positive sign, and at least a little bit more transparency. Like that, that's like the one thing I think NYCFC has kind of like dropped the ball on, and just being like, I think I think the fans would respect if they were just like, yo, it's mad hard to get a stadium out here. Yo, New York politicians is just they're rough out here. Like, but there's no there there isn't even really that kind of like sincerity. And I think that would kind of be uh helpful. Uh and it seems like Brad Timms might be able to like kind of provide that. I look at the end of the day, I think no one can be mad at you if you're honest and say, hey, here's XYZ why that's not happening. Yeah. I think it's yeah. the silence that just annoys people. You know, it's like, well we can't figure out whether we should be trying to help or just angry is it you know is it a lack of trying is it a is it a lack of success has other things gotten in your way or are you just bad at your job like no one knows you yeah. know i th- i think uh, the what why that would help is because we saw what columbus did with save the crew right and we saw how they organized and we saw how they 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 were at like council hearings and, and, and meetings and, and talking to politicians and doing all this stuff necessary to be able to keep the team. So, uh, you know, even as an NYCFC fan, like part of me feels like, yo, it'd be dope if the, the, the team could be like, Hey, you know, if we, if we could talk to, uh, if we can get some support and talk to this politician or vote in this particular matter or whatever, like, even if there was like that kind of direction of, of where the support needs to be or where the influence needs to be put you know uh you know all i'm saying is nycfc just just tell me whose knees to 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 you know take a to swing a bat at i'm kidding uh but (laughs) (laughs) yo we got you (laughs) no but it's like yo it's not impossible to organize some like a little bit of activism and uh 
and and I think it's a thing that a lot of people would would gladly be a part of. And and frankly, other other teams would be support. You know, just how everyone was supportive of Save the Crew. I honestly believe other teams would be like, you know, save save NYCFC or or you know, get a state or whatever. Because all I don't away- think so. You don't <laughs> I think gotta so? be honest. No, <laughs> but it's just all the away teams hate playing there. Hate playing at Yankee Stadium. So you can imagine uh, that th- there would at least be uh, maybe not necessarily full outright support, but at least a little bit of just like sympathy in 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 the the activism of trying to uh, help get a stadium. Because I think it, it, NYCFC gets a stadium that is that is good for the entire league, right? Not just. Uh, I agree. I yeah. don't think I, I'm pretty sure the Rebel fans would not be yeah, out in arms, you know, <laughs> you know, arm in arm, you know, just <laughs> in front of a courthouse, uh, excited about about the the decision. So, uh, so, uh, so yeah, so there's a uh, obviously on Saturday and Sunday uh, a bunch of games. Champions League is next week, uh, so it, it, things just kick off, uh, and they're gonna be wild. So just a uh, um. Uh, make sure you watch and 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 uh, and have a good time. Enjoy, yeah. And just a, a reminder to people listening: if you're listening for the first time, yeah, we are stand-up comedians. This is a, a fun show. If you we we provide a comedy podcast for your soccer needs, right? Uh, because that for I, I, at least I we know for us like that was like the thing uh, that was always missing. So that's like what we wanted to provide. So this is uh this is the space we want you to come to, right? Uh, you wanna you wanna watch games and then you wanna laugh uh, throughout the week. About about it um uh so let people know uh, if you have a friend that's if you have a friend that's into soccer doesn't matter what league whatever i i promise they they will probably be probably be a little bit more of a fan of american soccer after listening to the show like i i, I think yeah it, that's what we do i think it's the show is too fun to uh, you know ignore the sport or ignore uh you know mls or ignore just american soccer in general so, uh, so do the right thing. We're trying to, you know, this this show doesn't grow without uh, your support. We wouldn't be here out here verified. Look, and and, I, and we're verified now. So everything I'm saying, you could believe. All right, everything before today was a lie. We were just lying. It's all lies, dog. <laughs> we can't lie now, son. All we do is tell the truth. <laughs> okay, all right, all facts. All right, exclusively. So, uh, so a couple things uh, that are coming up. Um, first of all, if you're listening to this. Right now, uh, we have a uh, an MLS Cup video that uh, that we that we did while we were in Atlanta. So uh, I think this is a good way to get hype about uh, the year and maybe reminisce a little bit about uh, about the the final game. The uh, it was uh, the, the video was great. It was shot by uh, Dave Monsion, who uh, who went with us to, uh, to Atlanta. He edited it as well. Uh, a great dude. He's always been, uh, helped us out with, um, uh, with videos and content and stuff like that. He know he's just uh, he's just absolute uh, just all all class that dude. And and so you uh, I, we I genuinely. I uh, want you to watch that because it's uh, it's something we're really really proud of. So um, watch that. Also, um, if you are, you, you, sh- you probably received this email already, but we have uh, a, an, a fantasy league uh, in MLS that you should join immediately. Uh, if you're not on our email list, uh, get on it. Go to soccercooligans.com. If you, uh, w- the link is going to be on social media and stuff like that, on uh, Instagram, Instagram story, you can uh, find it there as well. So we're going to be giving a prize uh, i was actually i haven't spoken to alexis but i'm trying to think of what the prize should be i think we should we should do 100 bucks like we did uh last time is that cool alexis that was a lot of fun yeah that was a lot of fun lot let's of fun. get that so, going again okay so we'll so the winner um will get a hundred dollars so the only thing is the, the 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 mls fantasy fantasy league is open to the public but the winner uh is uh, the 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 group of the people that are eligible to win are our gully squad members so we want to give them uh the opportunity uh for that so the 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 highest ranking gully squad member will uh uh receive uh $100 they'll be they receive the $100 prize so uh, so do, join the Gully Squad. You'll be helping the show. You'll be giving yourself an opportunity, uh, you know, to win some money, to uh, play in the MLS Fantasy with a bunch of other really awesome people that are uh, really funny. Uh, and that, and that's a, kind of the my, been my favorite part about Gully Squad in general. That there is, uh, it's a community of people that sort of get what we're doing and are 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 fun and funny. 
kind to each other. They support they support each other. They support the sport. They they support uh, support American soccer. Uh, there's also and, some good roasting going on in there. Lo- you know, there's a, there's a ton of that. You got to expect that. So, uh, so join the Gully Squad. Go to soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad so you'll be eligible to be able to win the prize in our MLS fantasy fantasy league. But also, if you don't want to uh, join, that's fine too. And you just want to play in MLS fantasy, uh, do that as well. You can just get on our email list and you'll get the link. Um, uh, and 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 yeah, and just uh, be a part of it. It'll it'll just be dope. So, uh, so that is uh, that is it. Anything else you want to add, Alexis? Nah, man. We're um, oh, we're gonna be in. Uh, we're gonna be by the time you're listening to this uh, tonight, we're gonna be in Queens hosting the Med Oval Gala. Oh yeah, that's uh, that should be exciting. We did that last year, and we uh, we did an auction with uh, Luis Robles. Remember that? That was fun. Of course, yeah, man. We uh, we got them dudes. We got them rich people spending a lot of money to help the kids. That's, That's right. what we do. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing that. And then don't forget, we're going to be in uh, Rhode Island at the Rhode Island Country Club, March twenty ninth. March twenty ninth. Right? Yes, that's right. Uh, March twenty ninth. That's a that's a public uh, event that um, that you should uh, go to. Get tickets. You'll be helping support a, a great organization, Project Goal. Uh, go to projectgoal.org uh, so you can get tickets. And uh, yeah, we're going to be hosting that. It's going to be a lot of roast in there. It's going to be a lot of jokes uh, and. Uh, uh, and and all for a good cause. So, uh, so yeah, please come to that. That'd be awesome. Um, anything else? Anything else? No, I think that's it. That's it, man. All right. So uh, make sure you watch that that Atlanta United MLS Cup video that 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 we did. Uh, go to our YouTube channel and and subscribe, please. And and like today is you know obviously we're joking around about being verified and all sort of stuff, but like there. Uh, this week in general has been a monumental week. I mean, and very motivating and and very like we're, we're thinking about the future and all this, all the really really fun stuff that we can uh maybe make. And yeah, maybe getting a little blue check mark is yeah, like I said, not the most important thing in the world, but it is that little bit of just sign of validation of just like oh, what you guys are doing is uh is legit and and keep going and keep moving and uh and w- it, it, without your support. Uh, we wouldn't be here. So uh, that that hundred percent that little blue check mark is as much yours as it is ours. So thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for listening to the show. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. Cooligans!